Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two du- dudes. We're two dudes with bad attitudes who... <laughs> <laughs> are, are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president, Chris? I am. You should see the stash now. I'm, I fit right in. <laughs> uh, we certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Now, Chris, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to keep this tradition going. I keep talking about your beard to start the show, and I'm going to do it again. Okay. Because I feel like, unlike last week, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just mem- remembering things differently. But it looks like you've actually gone out and done the actual styling of the bottom of your beard now. You're a little wrong. I mean, aside from kind of like, you know, hand grooming, I haven't done anything too special to it. But I've got a haircut. So I think that probably makes it seem a little bit oh, more... Okay. Something something seems different. Like I, I, my first thought was that you cleaned up the neck a little. Well, that's that's true. I do clean up the neck a little bit, yes. But I haven't I haven't like used your tips with like the multiple lengths and everything like that. I think that that's going to be post podcast. See, we know what I did is I actually watched a video on it just showed up in my YouTube feed. Like, hey, here's something you might want to watch. And I was like, no, I don't need to watch that. I've had a beard for years. I don't need to know how to trim. You know what? I'm going to watch this. And then I sent it. I was going <laughs> to send it to you, and I didn't. But one of the tips that it had for styling your beard, when it came to, it, it was him talking about how to, to do your neck and your cheek, like to put like a, like a nice curve into your cheeks. Oh, okay. And, and uh, it was something I'd never heard before. And I'm like, oh, actually, that's, that's actually really smart. And it was what you do is you pull your cheek up and then you do a straight line. And when you let go, it bounces back and it makes this nice little curve. Oh, Interesting. And I did that, and now I've had nothing but teeny tiny hairs right here, and it's been pissing me off all week. So, <laughs> I mean, it looked somewhat better, but on, on the back end, it wasn't as nice as... Uh, I think what I what I needed is what he has, is because I do like the cleanup on my neck. I do it with an actual razor, right. and he had an electric razor. So, I feel like that's the secret of doing the cheeks and having it not be a pain in the ass is if you have the electric razor, you'll, you're quicker to be like, oh, I'll take care of this, zoot, zoot, and then you're off to the races. Meanwhile, for me, it's like, okay, well, I got to have a shower first, and then I got to put on the cream, and then I got to go, you know. <laughs> it's, it's this whole big thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that was my, my, my failing. Oh, okay, okay. For, for next time, I think I just will not bother doing that again. But, <laughs> but you're welcome to try. You're welcome oh, yeah. to try we'll, yourself. We'll see. We'll see what I end up coming up with. I, I, I'm, I'm still on the fence about the whole thing. I, I know I sound like a uh, broken record at this point, but mm-hmm. I'm just not sure, you know? Yeah. Well, how, how are you otherwise? I know I'm, I'm super pooped is what I am. Pooped? Pooped. Oh, why is that? I've been fighting in a war of attrition with my ice in my my laneway, which oh. I've, I think I've talked about this on the show. Last year, it wasn't a big deal, but the year before, the, it's just the, the way the sun hits my house, the sidewalk down the side of my house gets no sun and all of the uh, the snow on the roof of the house melts and then immediately freezes as soon as it hits the ground or the side of the house. Right, right. And I get these these terrible ice dams, these terrible ice dams. Mm-hmm. And it's funny this year, Laura is like, I'm going to break this sh- shit too. Like it's been like a, it's almost been a fight to see who's get turned. It is to go smash ice in the backyard. <laughs> and today I was on, it was, it was a bit warmer today. And so I started off and I'm like, okay, I'm getting some of this ice up. So I'm getting some of this ice up. And, and it was just going. And I actually managed to get like every piece of ice, like not every piece, but 
there was a straight path from the front of my house to the back of my house where you can walk through where there's no more ice. And I mean, you've, you've seen that, that walkway, you know, it's not a short little walkway and and I'm literally breaking ice apart. That's like this thick off, of, off of my walk. And it, oh, I, for, for my fingers, it, cause I, I just do hold my fingers apart, which is great for an audio podcast. It's about two inches or so of ice that I had to smash through in certain spots and got it all up through salt everywhere. That ice is not coming back. At least that's the hope. But after I did that, I was like, okay, I'm surprised I'm not that tired. And then it was also garbage night. And I went and I got the garbage can and the green bin out of my back shed. And I am exhausted after just moving those two bins from the shed. It was like, that's the straw that broke the camel's back, you know? <laughs> right, right. Taking out the garbage. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That yeah. Makes sense. So, I'm a little pooped. I guess. Yeah. Say. Well, we've gotten a lot of snow over the last... Because I was going to say, we had the big blast the night that we recorded last week, right? Yeah. And then we had another one on Wednesday. I think we had one day off and then one day back on and then one day off and then yeah, one day I, back I on. Say, I, I have not... My dad and I were talking and we're like, well, we haven't had any like real big blizzards in years, you know, which is true. You know, last year, I think I snowblowed like one time and it was just for the hell of it, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, the other day on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day it was, I was out there. I went out at seven in the morning and I came back in at nine o'clock to go then walk Ben over to daycare afterwards, right? Because I blew up my driveway and then my neighbors and then my dad was doing it. So like the two of us tag teamed like six more houses because it was like two feet deep over where we live. And I'm sure it was probably similar where you are, but uh, it was intense. Yeah, there was a lot of back and forth between me and the neighbors with like, okay, well, I'll go at it with the, uh, which was always really funny because I, I always found that like 90% of the time when when I would finish, somebody would come out and be like, oh, I was about to use the blower. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, no, we, we eventually it got to the point where I was like, okay, well, I'll go out in half an hour and I'll do it. And then the blower would start. And I'd be like, yes. But yeah, no, it's been an interesting time because last Monday, the the two guys who live next door because the one house has a blower and the other house is just another dude with a shovel. Mm -hmm. And the, the one with the blower, I ran into the wife outside and she said that the, the one guy who lives there, he actually needs heart surgery. So they're like, don't, do not do anything strenuous. So so he can't do it. And then his son just happened to be sick. So he couldn't do it either. So like I found out like the, the, the wife of the son she used the the snowblower mm-hmm. and she's like never used it before and actually like she's like i did a great job but what i didn't want it she's like we also did up your pathway too and i was like thank you for that but what i didn't want to say was that we have one of those plastic tubes that comes off of our drainage to, oh, to okay, angle yeah. it to angle it away because when we had the ice problem Two years ago, it would come right out and then it would freeze at the bottom of the duct. Mm-hmm. So we got a, a tube to angle it away so that it would f- go further down and, and freeze and not dam up at the spot that it normally dams up. Well, it was covered in so much snow that I came out and I looked at where they'd use the blower and they completely decimated the thing. <laughs> like, just gone. It oh, was, no. Yeah. So it, the funny thing was, is when I was trying to smash the ice because of how much ice was covering it, like it broke. So I was like, okay, well, it was already broken. Yeah. So I, I was going to have to replace it already. So it didn't really matter. I didn't feel, I wasn't going to be like, look, 
thanks for going up my side and blowing up my thing. <laughs> You're but, breaking my $5 hype. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, there's like pieces of it all over the walkway. So I can't wait to see how much of it like actually shows up when oh, all the snow yeah. melts. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be a massacre, but I mean, it's supposed to be five degrees all week. So, I mean, all the snow is going to go away, right? I know the whole war of attrition is just like meaningless, you know, after, at this point, but you know, we're trying to sell our house and, and where it dams up, it like leaks into the house. And, you know, that means that we have to do repairs there now. And yeah. And now that it's like, oh, okay, well, let's try not to, to do more there than we need to. So we're trying our, our best to keep that ice down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing works. Nothing worse than water, Mike. Nothing worse. No, no. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. Mike, it's not any more great stories. I'm back at work now at the office. That sucks. That you know? sucks. Yeah. Although the first day back was snow day, <laughs> which was oh, great. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Three day week last week. But yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, Mike, there's nothing. We were we were talking the other day. It's like, you know, what's new with you? And it's like nothing. I can't go anywhere. I can't see anything. I can't do anything. It's the yep. same thing I do all the time, right? Yeah, actually, I was reading a thing Laura posted about this on Facebook, so I don't know if you saw it. Uh, no, you don't, because you don't go on Facebook anymore. Nope. But uh, she posted this thing, and it was basically like a, an, not an article, but like th- something that somebody had written that was like, you know, it was it, at at first this was okay, and it was nice to like message all my friends on group chats and and Zoom calls and everything like that. But now this far into it, I don't want to talk to anybody, and you know, I'm sorry that it you, these are all going away, these Zoom chats and these group messages. But like, I don't feel like it, and I'm sure you don't feel like it either because you're not messaging me either. So yeah, well, my issue with the video chats is because I I don't mind them, I enjoy it, I still get together every now and then with friends, but. You know, if you and I and, and Tiff and Laura get together, we're not just giving presentations to each other. You know, I'm not generally speaking to the group. Yeah. And then you then take your turn and speak to the group. It's usually like you and I have a little side conversation and the girls have a little side conversation. And then, you know, sometimes we'll all talk together and other times, you know, we kind of mix it up. Right. And it, yeah, yeah. it obviously gets worse when the, the size of the thing is better. So it's like, yeah, you're talking to them, but it's not. You're not doing it the same way that you typically would, you know, that's kind of, that's my big issue with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's better than nothing. It's true. It's yeah. true. So what's, what's new in the world of William there, Mike? Oh, this, this is a lot going on with William. Oh, it, was a big, oh. it was a big weekend for him. Um, he, we went outside the one mm-hmm. day and he was playing in the snow and he was having a great time. And we were like, you know what? This, this snow is very good packing snow. Let's make a snowman. So we started to make a snowball and we gave William the snowball. And we said, William, what's this? And he said, apple. And we're like, no, no, <laughs> no, buddy. That's uh, that's not an apple. And uh, he's like, oh, outside apple. <laughs> <laughs> so snowballs are officially outside apples. Now. All right. Well, I can accept that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Has he tried to take a big old bite of that? Oh, definitely, uh, definitely, a hundred percent. And we had to be like, no, you don't know what's in there. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So outside apples. Also, actually, an update from last week. I, I forgot about this. We, I was telling you about how William was making up songs. Yes. And the songs were like, uh, you know, Daddy, do do, Mommy, do do, and you were like, Wow, this sounds like some some Baby Shark style songs. Yeah. No, it, he's straight up trying to sing Baby Shark. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, there we so go. we found out we found out that he he listens to Baby Shark at daycare, and the other song that he's a big fan of is the Chicken Dance. 
Okay. You know, dit, 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 like with the little actions and everything. Right. And and the problem with the chicken dance now is if we play the chicken dance, it must play forever until we can like trick him to not listen to it. Like it went from chicken dance into baby shark and he was like, no, no, uh, uh, uh. this is, this is what he wants. When he wants the chicken dance, he does the little bird queen. Like <laughs> okay. The, sure. Yeah. Cause that's the song, right? Like the, you do the, da, 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 with the, the beaks and then you do the wings and then you do the butt shake and he can't do the actions very well, but he can do the, the, the hand one. Right. And so the hand one means that I want to do the chick. I want the chicken dance. I want the chicken dance. So, yeah, so his new favorite song is the chicken dance and his least favorite thing is when the chicken dance ends. So, so yeah, basically I have to keep tricking him. Like what it will do is I'll be like, let's go brush our teeth and he'll go and he'll brush his teeth and I'll have the chicken dance playing. And then as we're brushing our teeth, I'll slowly use my, using my phone, turn it down until it's not <laughs> playing anymore. Smart. Very subtle, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I trick him. I trick him like that. Also this weekend was, was very big for him in the sense that he did not poop all weekend. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. So we were starting to get worried about like, okay, well, let's see what happens today. We're, we're going to take him back to daycare today and we're going to let them know he hasn't pooped all weekend. Please keep us informed if he poops. And that way, if he doesn't, then we'll know. And maybe we need to take him to the doctor or, or whatever. Because I mean, three days straight of not pooping, it might be a, a bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. So we get there today. Well, Laura goes, I, Laura goes to pick him up and she's like, uh, I, I meant to ask, uh, did did William poop today? And she's like, oh yeah, he pooped all right. <laughs> so apparently, maybe an hour before Laura picked him up, he let one go. And they said that it was quite the struggle, which I'm sure it was after, right. you know, two days of not pooping. And that it was enormous. And... Yeah, then they, they they had a couple other descriptions for it, but I'll leave those off the podcast. Oh, for sure, yeah. Either way, spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he he had his big poop, but yeah, he's all good now. He see he seemed to be in a much better mood. Although <laughs> uh, he, he's starting to to do that thing where I'm sure you've you've had this problem for a while now. Is he's uh, when it's dinner time and you're like, hey, do you want this? And he's like, no. And that's just the final word when it comes to whatever that was. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, he's doing that a lot these days. And I mean, he he used to be a lot better with it because it's, like, it's funny because he, he would be like, no. And then we're like, okay, you don't want it. We're going to take your dinner away. And then he'd get all upset like he wanted it. And we're like, okay, well, you said you didn't want it. So like, what's the problem? Here you go. And then he's like, no. We're like, you just put up a big stink that you wanted it. You didn't want me to throw it out. What is this? Like, <laughs> well, we, we, we found out today. He's not putting up a big stink because we're going to throw it out. He's putting up a big stink because he wants to throw it out. Oh, okay. All right. He's, like, he's missing out on that part of the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Kids are, kids are the worst, Mike. They are. They're pretty terrible. Yeah. So, let's not talking about them. Let's talk about anything else. I don't want to talk about <laughs> kids anymore. <laughs> well, I got my one story and we... Uh, We've done some mountain climbing, Mike. That's the new fun game because, mountain of course, climbing. all the snow we've gotten has uh, resulted in all the snow plows pushing all the snow up. So there's probably like eight to ten foot hills just sort of behind our house. So we like to go up and down the mountains and it's delightfully fun. We're trying to get him to climb up to the top and then kind of like scooch his way, like slide down the hill. You know what I mean? Do you guys have a sled or anything? We do have a sled, but when you're mountain climbing, Mike. Oh, I, I mean, see. You don't yeah. need a sled for mountain climbing. Yeah, you don't need a sled for mountain climbing. 
but anyway yeah so he'll uh, he'll do it but then sometimes he just tries to jump off the hill and it's like no 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 you can't do that it's way too big so it's just a, it's a it's a lesson learned but yes no tobogganing or sledding or however you want to describe it we do that all the time because obviously behind our house is like a little bit of a, a you know a little kid hill it's not that big but it's big enough to enjoy some some sledding well actually we actually finally picked up a, a sled for William and uh, and we hit the hill just over here by us and he had a he had a good time he seems to like he wants to be he wants to pull the sled himself but he okay. also wants to be in the sled while it's being pulled so you can see where the the problem is right well or, i mean it's just a simple solution like you just get a second sled and oh, you pull him and then he can pull the sled behind you. He can pull the other one. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, he seems to want to be in the sled while it's being pulled. So yeah, mm. I mean, That's maybe tough. that will work. Maybe. Maybe you could just like tie on a second handle or something, you know, one for him and then one for you to pull him. Yeah. And he thinks he's pulling himself. Yeah. Yeah. A little outside yeah, just, the box solution. Just it trick work. Him, like I do with the chicken dance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect. Perfect. All right, what do you want to talk about now, Mike? I well, I don't know. I thought there was a big thing. Speaking of blizzards, ha ha ha. Oh, I'm tired, Mike. I'm not I'm not on the ball like you are. Hey, I mean, I'm doing pretty good for a guy who's all pooped because of picking up garbage and smashing <laughs> ice, right? <laughs> but yes, you're right. BlizzCon is well, was it's still kind of ongoing, I guess. Is it? It's so weird because it's all online now. It kind of like drags on. I'm gonna say it's done. I'm gonna say, well, by the time this show comes out, it's it done. will be done for yeah. sure. I, I honestly, I thought it was already done. I, I forgot that it's like a multi-day thing and i was just like ah yes the keynote happened it's over you know that's <laughs> right. It, right yeah i was gonna say i think typically it's a week or close to a week something like that but, yeah because uh, they they straight up canceled it last year because of covid uh yeah and i think they just kind of they didn't leak things out but i think they just like yeah this is kind of what we were working on you know, yeah and then it. this year they decided to do the con but they called it they called it blizzcon line Oh. Which is a terrible pun. <laughs> yeah, right up, right up my alley, though. I love it. Yeah, it was bad. But uh, anyway, BlizzCon line, and so basically, it's funny. I actually was reading an article about it. It was like this could have been an email, Blizzard. Like, <laughs> with, <laughs> it's very different in the in the sense yeah. of like, oh, do we really need you know a three or four days of of you know Blizzard announcements that are mostly the same stuff over and over again? So, but yeah, uh, I mean, obviously you, you, as we've established in our, in our 30th anniversary talk a couple of weeks ago, you're a little more on the ball when it comes to the blizzard news. So I, I, I did keep up with some of it, but I to make sure I don't miss any. Why don't you take over and I'll let those, me know I'll what happened to lead now? Yeah. Well, probably the weirdest thing to come out. Well, in my opinion, the weirdest thing to come out of BlizzCon was the release of blizzard arcade, which was a collection of their kind of you know, off-brand Blizzard games, Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, and Rock and Roll Racing. They're re releasing all of that. So I have zero, absolutely zero interest in picking this up, but they must think that somebody wants to go out there and I guess complete the collection, maybe? Maybe. Some Blizzard fanboy has got to, you know... Exactly. As like you said, complete the collection. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Uh, Diablo 2 uh, Resurrected officially confirmed. So yeah. we were right. What was it? Last week or two weeks ago when we were talking about them doing the remaster? Yeah. Well, they were talking about we, we they 
absorbed another developer that was part of the Activision family that's mm-hmm. known for doing remasters. And the rumor was is that they've been working on Diablo 2. And look at that. There's Diablo 2. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. They've decided they're going to stick with the original source code. So it's just purely going to be a graphical thing. So much in the same way that Command & Conquer remastered, you can kind of flip between the new graphics and the old graphics with the press of a button. They're going to do the same thing with Diablo 2. And they've released a couple trailers, I guess, for it. And it looks good. I, I like the new graphics. It kind of... You know, just make brings it a little bit more modern without eliminating sort of the the touchy feely stuff that makes Diablo two Diablo two. You know what I mean? And then maybe surprising to me, maybe not to you, but it's going to be released on PC, obviously, but then also PlayStation four, PlayStation five, Xbox one, and then the new slate of Xbox series devices. So you're going to yeah. be able to pick it up everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. I, like. What Blizzard property of the last few years hasn't made the jump to console, especially Diablo, Diablo three, that is that kind of cemented Diablo as a console franchise. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, yeah, if you're a Diablo three fan on console, you know, you can pick up Diablo two, you know? Yeah. It's a great game. Overwatch two, they spent a substantial amount of time on Overwatch two. That's what yeah. I found. There was like a 40 minute, 50 minute presentation that they did. Mm hmm. Yeah, I caught some of the highlights of it because I'm like, well, I don't got time to watch a 50-minute presentation. (laughs) No. I ended up watching it. They basically focused a lot... Well, I mean, this is no secret, but for Overwatch 2, they're focusing a lot on uh, player versus environment, so PvE kind of stuff, because Overwatch 1 was quite literally just multiplayer like there is no single player and it's you know there's a couple co-op things now and then but that's about it so yeah their focus is is the single player side so they're going to have an actual campaign which is sort of fascinating to me because i never looked at overwatch as a campaigny style game because like the whole idea is that there's like a million different characters you can choose from but anyway it does look good they also have a lot of co-op things i forget what they're actually calling them but it's like co-op missions and they plan on having hundreds of these things where you and free friends can go in and play and like level up your guys and have a progression system and that sort of stuff. So they're really hoping to attract sort of the non-competitive players into the Overwatch market because, you know, it is a competitive game. And as as a result, it does get a little toxic online, you know, much like every other online game. What was kind of interesting to me is they've said talking about the player versus player online stuff is that if you own the first overwatch, you'll be able to play with people who own the second overwatch, which is kind of interesting. So you don't need to buy overwatch two in order to continue playing overwatch. You can just keep your current one and you can play with people who only own overwatch two and it'll work and everything like that. I'll be really interested to see how that plays out. Does that mean that Overwatch 2 is going to kind of cut back on some of the audio and visual stuff in order to make it fair? Or is the stuff they're adding so subtle, you'd never notice the difference? So I think that's going to be an interesting kind of twist because I, I, I can't recall any other game doing it that way. Yeah, where the the first game can commingle with the second game. Yeah, because in, inevitably, you know, StarCraft 1, hugely popular StarCraft 2 comes out Everybody buys StarCraft 2 except for a small portion. And now you have two communities and they've said they don't want to do that. So they're going to just keep the one community together. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting how they're going to pull it off. And just like before you take over there for a second there, Mike, but they all they are talking about cross play as well. So, you know, PS5 people being able to play with PC people, that kind of thing. 
So that'll be interesting too. Like they're really they're just trying to bring everybody into that Overwatch family. Yeah, I mean the one thing that that uh, I can think of because it's not everything. You get you, the multiplayer modes will still continue. Like you can't play the. I don't believe you can play the PVE stuff. That's correct. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's just sort of the core online multiplayer p versus like player versus player stuff yeah 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 so like w- the only thing i saw in the presentation that i feel like like as it's an interesting upgrade that that isn't really going to change anything like they said i think they said when they first brought it up that the skins that are going to to happen in overwatch 2 they're all going to carry over into overwatch 1 any new characters that appear in overwatch 2 will appear in overwatch 1 as well so that's not going to be a factor in you know how different the games are but the one thing that they did focus on that i thought was interesting was the environmental sound effects which I don't know if you if you saw that bit. Yeah, that's what I was going to hop into next. I thought that was really cool. Like I, I like the the sound stuff, and then also the fact that the environment will change as the match goes on. I thought that was very interesting too. Mm-hmm. So they'll have this like I feel like the environmental sound stuff won't matter. Like the people who are playing the what sound effect plays isn't going to affect your multiplayer match. I I would assume. No, I, I wouldn't think so. So I feel like there's not going to be any major changes there. Like, I mean, maybe they bring in the skill tree stuff that they were showing off into Overwatch 1 and they bring that back. I feel like that would completely like, I feel like that would piss off a lot of Overwatch 1 players. Yeah, the skill tree stuff is supposed to be just for the PvE kind of stuff. The PvP oh, okay. stuff is is separate. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Then. Now, the, the one big thing I, I was reading about, and obviously they presented, was they may take the, you know, transition i guess loosely say transition to overwatch 2 as a opportunity to do some big sweeping changes to like the balance and everything like that mm-hmm. you know so like one of the examples they were throwing out was like class base updates so previously mike you know you were a healer and your healer had a couple different moves and you know they would tweak those moves a little bit that's about it whereas what they're proposing now is hey if all healers get this kind of ability and all you know attack guys get this kind of ability and all tanks get this other one so they might do big sweeping changes and be like well you know it's overwatch 2 now you know suck it up that kind of thing right right but to go back to what you were saying before the sound effects actually seemed really cool to me and for you know for those who don't know typically what happens mike if you're firing your machine gun it doesn't matter if you're in you know an open field or you're in a hole or whatever they all sound the same but what they've done is they've actually gone and recorded sound effects for all those scenarios so if you're in a tunnel firing your machine gun it sounds echoey and it sounds like you're in a tunnel whereas if you're outside it sounds much more open and like deadened and that kind of thing i think for immersiveness that would be pretty sweet you know just one of those like subtle things right yeah, and like I mean, with all of the new consoles and all the new things that they're supposed to do, like because PlayStation is really, you know, plugging their 3D audio, like that would be great. Like I'm sure that's part of the reason why they did it. Is yeah, you know, if the sound 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 different in different environments, like I'm sure they'll sound good like in different aspects. So, you know, like you hear it over here, and maybe if it's over there, it's got a different sound effect versus if it's a closer to where you are, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, no, it should be very interesting. But I want to go back to something that you you mentioned before. Sure. And and you talked about how there's like a campaign in it. And you're like, oh, yeah, they're going to try and, and bring in other people. And 
to me, this is probably if if I go back to Overwatch, it will be because of Overwatch Two campaign stuff, right? Because I'm not one for like I'm not a big multiplayer shooter guy. To be fair, I played a ton of Overwatch Two, like I, I or Overwatch One rather. Like I feel like I put a couple hundred hours in with the group that we were playing with. You know, like yes, which is shocking for me to see you do that kind of thing. Cause like you mm-hmm. said, you're not a huge multiplayer guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like versus my wife though, I feel like I put like a hundred hours into it. Meanwhile, my wife has put like a thousand hours into it. <laughs> what, right. So, but like the, the characters, the designs of the characters were always fantastic and they had such great lore, but none of it is in the game. It's all like, Hey, you know, what, what do you think of Mercy's backstory. What about Mercy's backstory? She's the healer. Well, there's this like enormous book and also YouTube video that tells you everything you want to know about Mercy. Oh, I never watched that. Oh, okay. Well, I did. And I think that stuff's great. You know, like there's stuff for both people now, right? Like, so instead of it being, it's, it's nice to see them that they have all of this lore to actually like do something with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Although from what I've heard, it's not even going to be like, you know, here's a brand new story that's building off of what happened in Overwatch 1. I heard that a lot of it is supposed to just contain Overwatch 1's story beats. Oh, really? I, I thought it was going to cover like the second Omnic War or whatever they were talking about. Well, they also talked, they, they uh, like, they've mentioned, I, they, there was a part where they mentioned in the video that they'll talk they'll show you scenes that were previously mentioned from the Omnic war. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so they are they doing just like cuz cuz if you remember there was that big Overwatch 2 opening cutscene thing that they did when the original reveal happened and it was like Winston and a couple other people and then the rest of the team showed up and it was like look they've arrived and it was like didn't they arrive like six years ago when Overwatch 1 came out (laughs) wasn't that the whole point yeah so yeah yeah, so it's interesting it looks like it's going to be a bit of old story and a bit of new story so I mean that's that probably not a bad idea because like I said People like me who who paid attention to that outside lore that was, you know, in YouTube videos and in books and stuff, they'll be able to see that kind of a stuff, you know, realized in the game. And for people who had no idea that any of that stuff was there, they'll be able to, inf- you know, know that information as well. Right. I mean, I guess we won't really know for sure if it's all new and all old or, or whatever until the game gets a lot closer. No, but. that's true. And then they did not uh, give any release date. All we know, obviously, is that they've said it's not this year, um, but they didn't say oh, it's coming like May 2022 or anything like that. They're they're going to take the it's done when it's done approach, which I am perfectly happy with. You know, I think that's the way most game developers should handle it. I feel like a lot of people are taking that route after the cyberpunk debacle. Oh, yeah. We have to. I mean, I guess these guys have the luxury of Overwatch 1 is one of the most successful games of all time, you know, so there's no pressure from any executive saying like, listen, you got to push this game out now, you know, so like they do have that going for them. But but yeah, I agree. I think a lot of the people looked at cyberpunk and said, yeah, we don't want to be the next cyberpunk, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's. It's going to be interesting to see whenever that that does mm-hmm. come out. Well, yeah, hopefully that crossplay thing comes out too, Mike, and then I can buy it and we can all play together. It'll be yeah, great because because of course I'll have it because Laura, you know, yeah, Laura's exactly. Be able to play it. 
Yeah, because I played with you guys for a while, but I just I just hate playing it on console. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So Yeah, we can play some PvE stuff together because I mm-hmm. like to play PvE stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I guess, sorry, I, I should have probably talked about this before, but Diablo 4, they did tease a little bit more stuff from Diablo 4, the rogue character, which is obviously going to be in the game because it's been in every game. But Jen, again, I just liked looking at it because, man, it is, it's a gritty looking environment, but it looks very fluid and nice and nice and everything like that. Like, I, I don't know, I guess you've played Diablo a little bit, but previously, you know, your character turns and your character literally just like, I'm facing this way now, you know, or I'm facing that way. Whereas now it looks like it's much more fluid. Like you can see your character like turning around. It's not just the animation now pointing in a different direction. So I think it's going to be particularly immersive, which I think is going to be exciting. It's going to be interesting. Like this might be the first full Diablo that I might play. I doubt it. I doubt it because I have so many other damn games to play right now. Right, right, right. I mean, Diablo 4 is also not coming this year i know it's gonna be a next year game for sure yeah 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 so yeah i mean even still i still have so many games that i could probably not buy another game for the rest of the year and be set (laughs) but that will not happen no exactly but yeah aside from those ones there's a couple things about like hearthstone and everything like that but i don't care about those games and you shouldn't care either mike so (laughs) i don't know were there any other like blizzcon things you wanted to bring up but no, I mean, the the big thing for me, if if I had to say there was the thing for me was Overwatch 2 because I spent so much time playing Overwatch 1. So, yeah. No, so that's it. That's like, oh, one thing though, I did want to bring this up because it was just so damn funny. And it was that they had a live performance of Metallica. Oh, yes. And because of how screwed up the DCMA copyright system is, they censored Metallica playing their own song because they didn't want to get a copyright strike. <laughs> yes, on Twitch. We should on make Twitch, it clear. Yes. Twitch is the one who did the censoring or censoring. But yes. how, how messed up is that? Like, here's literally the band being paid by, you know, the, the streamer. And they're still they're too terrified to actually do anything about it. The funny thing about it, too, was there's like a montage I saw on YouTube of all the people who were like watching along and, and commenting on it mm-hmm. when the, that Metallica thing started of them being like, oh, no, where's the mute? Like, like <laughs> it's pretty funny because for the exact same reason, because no one wants to get hit by the, the DCMA stuff. Yeah. And I also thought it was really funny that the band that was responsible for what really is all of the DCMA, like... When it comes to music and music rights, it really is Metallica's fault that it's such a clusterfuck. Yes, exactly. But this is this is going back a long time. Like, what was it, two thousand and one with the Napster stuff? Yeah, it might even be before that. It might have been like ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was, it was just a really funny. Like the best is like when you watch it, and it's like this is not like the captions are always like we didn't put this music here. This is the music that played, and it's like weird, like do 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 like that saxophone music. <laughs> yeah, like playing an eight, over it's Metallica. an eight bits, so like yeah, like elevator music kind of thing. Yeah, pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. It is. All right, cool. What do you want to talk about now, Mike? I don't know. Did you did you, you watch uh, the latest Wandavision? I I did. I've been watching WandaVision. Okay. How did you how did you feel about this one? I definitely thought it was a it was the office episode that we predicted yes. slash modern family slash arrested development. Those are the three I picked. It's true. The vision the vision stuff, like vision running around with 
Are, are we doing spoilers? I guess we're doing spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Let's do spoilers. Okay, so the Vision running around with... The Vision running around with, this is your last chance to get out before spoilers. Mm-hmm. With Darcy. That stuff was 100% Arrested Development stuff. Yes, absolutely. Like, even though it would still could do the cutaway to the interview bits, that like The Office and Modern Family style... The it was the 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 way that it was running was 100% Arrested Development. Yeah, and with like the music in the background, like that is you know Arrested Development always did a lot of music and that kind of stuff, and it, yeah, it screamed AD to me, which is great because I love Arrested Development. But the only thing it needed was Vision to be like. Will it be like this? And then like, it wasn't, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I kept waiting for the narrator to pop in, but it's like, I don't know. I guess Ron Howard must be busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was it? Rest of Development? No, no. Because obviously the Rest of Development is now a Netflix property, but I was going to say, wasn't it Fox? But I think it was Fox that just had the rights to show it when it was on television. Yeah. But I guess, would Disney own the rights now? No, I think it, think it, it's Netflix. They own the whole show. They bought the whole thing. Okay, because yeah, because obviously Disney bought Fox Universal or whatever it is, or Fox Sorry, Twentieth Century Fox stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's funny actually. This is sort of a tangent, but starting tomorrow, the day after we record this, you have Disney Plus. Yeah, obviously, I do. We're talking yes, about Wandavision. Yeah. They're starting their new offshoot, which is like Stars or something like that, which is another service called Stars, not the other service called Stars, which is. It's confusing. Get get original names, people. But it stars is the more adult stuff. So it's like all the Fox programming, like all the Fox movies and all the Fox TV shows that were are not kids specific are all going into that section. So if you want to watch your your diehards or or things like that, that's what that they'll all be in there. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. How did you feel this episode ranked up against the other ones? Because I would say I probably enjoyed it almost the most. Now, I mean, obviously, I'm biased because the sitcom side is my favorite style of sitcom. But I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Like, I felt like there was a lot of character growth, and the fact that I forget what Kat Dennings' character's name is, Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. That she is very well aware of what's going on and sort of spilling all the beans to Vision. I thought that was kind of an interesting twist. Yeah, well, that, that they've shown Vision can touch people and make them like tell them, yeah, what's going on. But this is a, a character who has outside knowledge, right? Whereas most of the times he's touched them and they're like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just no, free us, just free yeah. us, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But also, yeah, there was that also the, uh, the bit of sinister undertones that was kind of going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then the, the reveal that it was Agatha all along. That's responsible for everything. Now, okay, Mike, obviously I have no idea who Agatha the Witch is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's her official name, right? Agatha the Witch. She's is she a real her name is Agatha Harkness. Oh, is Harkness. The, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I is she like a serious character? <laughs> or is she because it, it came across as like this, you know, like goofy little like oh i'm so you know i'm just pulling all the strings and i'm just doing all these goofy little things like I, I, it, she didn't strike me as like this evil bad guy you know what i mean yeah it's it's interesting like if there's if there's one section of the marvel universe that i don't really know anything about it's the magic side of it like okay. i don't know a lot about doctor strange i mean outside of i know who baron mordo is and i know who or dormammu is mm-hmm. I, I don't really know a ton about Doctor Strange. 
or or that kind of like ma- magic character when it started getting because it was rumored for a while like a lot of people were guessing that agnes was agatha harkness the whole right. time and i'm like i know that name that's it. I, I don't oh, know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought you froze. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. That was yeah. a pregnant pause is what that right. was. But yeah, no, so she's she's a major player when it comes to the magic stuff in the Marvel universe. But if you wanted me to tell you, like, I actually, the, the entire time you were like, let's talk about WandaVision. I'm like, oh, shit, let's Google Agatha Harkness. Because <laughs> so eventually you're going to ask me to explain who she yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. I, I am the common man, Mike. But we did also see the, like, I'm going to say birth, I guess. Birth of Photon. I think that's what her name was. Spectrum yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on, it could change. She could be Photon or she could be Spectrum. Yeah. But yes, I, I mean, Monica Rambeau is, was Miss Marvel in the comics for a while as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, like, or, yeah, no, she was Captain Marvel. Sorry, not Ms. Marvel. But I obviously, I'm like, oh, she's not going to be Captain Marvel. They have their Captain Marvel still. But I mean, they could do, oh, Captain, you know, maybe they pull a, you know, Captain America and, uh, oh, we have a new one now, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. But I feel like they wouldn't do that so quickly. Like Brie Larson is still, she's only been in like two movies, you know, like she's not going to, they're not going to put her at the pasture and replace her all, already. Yeah, no, no, of course not. So yeah, so I figured you know she's gonna she's gonna be Photon or the other name that you said that I can't. Remember. I've always known her as Photon more than or as the other Captain Marvel. Right. There's, it's funny. Like there's like six different Captain Marvels. Sure. Yeah. Like Batman. And the one that is like the MCU Captain Marvel is like the latest Captain Marvel. Okay. So there's been like five other ones before her. Photon was of Captain Marvel before. Carol Danvers was. That was back when she was still Ms. Marvel. The original and most famous Captain Marvel in the Marvel Universe, because they were Captain Marvels in other universes first, the Captain Marvel in Marvel is like, was this to secure a trademark? <laughs> kind of a thing, like <laughs> the first Marvel. Right. Because obviously you know Shazam, right? Yes. Shazam, he was originally named Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you if you go through and if you read the comics, I believe they still no actually they might have changed that in the last few years. But for a really long time, they would still call him Captain Marvel, but they couldn't put it as the title of the book. Right, okay. Like the book would have to be called Shazam or something different mm-hmm. because they couldn't say cuz legally the comic was belonging Captain Marvel was belonging to to Marvel because they've been renewing the rights for years and years and years, even if though they didn't have a character that was popular enough that they could keep a book running. But the original Captain Marvel was a Kree character. Kree showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the actual show and movie stuff, but he was a Kree. Well, actually, no, the Kree show up in the Captain Marvel movie as well, too. But the original Captain Marvel was a Kree who came to Earth and he, he was helping people. He died of cancer. At one point. Oh, damn. And then I believe it was her, it was Photon as Captain Marvel second. And then there was a another Captain Marvel who was the son of the first Captain Marvel. Okay. And then there was a second Captain Marvel who was also might have been a different son. Who also might have been Marvel Boy for a while. It's it's all weird. It's, it's really, it's, comics, it's a big man. mess. It sounds like a disaster, Mike. Yeah. It, it's, that's the thing. Like, comics have been around for you know 80 years it's it's a mess with some of these characters histories right (laughs) 
But and then Captain Marvel, that as we know, or used to be Carol Danvers, used to mm-hmm. be Ms. Marvel, and now there's a new Ms. Marvel who's getting her own Disney Plus show. Right. But yeah, so yeah, I f- I feel like. The point I was trying to make with all of this <laughs> sure, information. Yeah, yeah. Was, 20 minutes later, here we go. Yeah. I feel like that Photon is not going to take over as Captain Marvel. Which no, she's I don't going think to be Because so. she's going to be in Captain Marvel too. So I, she'll have her powers and she'll help and yeah. it'll be fun. Well, what's interesting, I'm thinking, uh, you know, to sort of finish this off is all of the sort of superheroes now in this show are all like kind of like you hinted at before there are like magical abilities you know mm-hmm. there's not like super strength or you know like whatever the hulk or whatever they're all just sort of they can conjure up stuff and all their eyes glow a different color when they get mad like mm-hmm. I, I think that's the first time we've seen this at least in cinema obviously it's i'm sure it's happened a million times in the comic books but it'd be the first time in cinema where all of the characters are sort of this supernatural level character did you forget the doctor strange movie but weren't there regular people in that movie? That I, I guess not. Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, there's no Spider-Man or anything in Doctor no, Strange. No, you're right. Yeah. Although there's going to be Doctor Strange in Spider-Man. So that's true. There you and go. like ten Spider-Mans in Spider-Man. Yeah. That's the rumor, not <laughs> right, confirmed. Yeah. But yeah, I'm also trying to think because there's also DC stuff. Like, I, I, there's that Constantine movie. That's a that's a comic character that's all magical based. Right. Yeah, but I'm talking the, the MCU here though, right? Right. Yeah, no, MCU it's it's Doctor Strange and that's it, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because like in the comics world, Wanda is this weird in-between character where her powers well, depending on what year you're talking about are mutant based like your X-Men character. Mm-hmm. And but they're also very magical based. So like you know, she's it's it's interesting that she's like a in both worlds sort of character, although they I oh God, I hated that they did this. So a few years ago, back when Fox still owned the rights to the Marvel, the X-Men movies, they retconned Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's history so that they were not mutants. Okay. So that because like they were doing this whole thing where they were downplaying like certain basically if Marvel didn't own the rights to a character, they downplayed that character. The Fantastic Four ceased publication for years because Fox had the rights to Fantastic Four and they didn't want to promote the Fantastic Four movies and stuff. Right. Okay. So they actually did this whole thing where it was like I forget what the story was called, but in the story it was revealed that Wanda and Pietro were not Magneto's children and they were not mutants. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you're, you're severing these ties for these characters because you want to be like, look, they're inhumans and inhumans are better than mutants because we have the rights to inhumans. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know what? It's funny because I, I didn't know the Magneto connection. Because, you know, obviously, I don't read the comics. It wasn't until last week when you t- when we were talking about WandaVision where you mentioned it up. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Because, yeah, I mean, for exactly this reason is the TV shows and the movies have never said it, right? Yeah, like they, they hinted in the Fox movies, they hinted at it. Mm-hmm. Like they very much, they danced around it. There's a scene in in Days of Future Past where he's like, my mom was, she's told me my dad's a guy like you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people in the know, that's like, tee hee hee, you know, right. a guy like him, it is him, you know. <laughs> and then in the second one, I it's either the second or third one, Magni, or like, sorry, I shouldn't say the second or third one. 
I should say the second or third one that has Quicksilver in them because mm-hmm. there's like by then that's like seven and eight and nine and stuff. But in one of the movies that has Quicksilver in it, he's talking to Magneto and he's like, he says like, I'm here because I want to protect my, and he kind of stops and looks at him for a second. And then he's like, people who are like my family. And it was like, oh, you didn't go through with it. Like he got so close. And, right, right. And then, yeah, yeah. But that's the closest they ever came to saying in any of the the movies that Quicksilver and Magneto were related. So hmm. Interesting, Mike. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to follow up on this next week because we're, what, seven episodes deep now? Seven episodes. I can't I, remember. I, I looked it up. It's nine. nine. There's nine it's episodes. Nine. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a one and done series. So we got two more episodes to figure out what the hell they're leading into. Well, we know it's leading into the Multiverse of Madness, but how it's going to lead into it. If Magneto shows up, I'm going <laughs> to flip my wig. I got to tell you. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, you love Magneto, Mike. You should wear your helmet. I should wear my helmet, yeah. except no one will see it, and it will just make my head echo, you know, my noise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Audio quality would be really bad that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, you're right. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm excited to find out. Yeah, me too. I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, end this show. End the show now. Unless you got stuff to talk about here. You know? I was going to say, we really have no reason to to move into a new topic because anyone who hasn't seen WandaVision is gone. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, and I mean, hey, I'm tired. You said you were tired. Mm-hmm. Well, we're allowed to have a short week, I think. Which is still longer than our regular episode of 45 minutes. So. Yes. I, I, our, when was the last time we went 45 <laughs> it's minutes? It's been a while. Yeah, we, we've definitely been skewing more to the hour-long episodes, that's for sure. This is true. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, that is going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even to tell us to say what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Every time you say that, Mike, I hear the ding, 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 ding in my head. You should. I know. It's it's ingrained now. <laughs>